Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. It's 2 p.m. in Memphis. Giannato and Jeffrey time. Get off the fence. Live on Memphis's sports station. 92.9 FM ESPN. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Giannotto and Jeffrey Show. Coming to you live from Memphis, Tennessee. My name is Jeffrey Wright. You can follow me on Twitter at jwright929ESPN. Dennis Fuller is producing the program for us. We's glad he, we are glad that he is with us. Back in studio, glad that he is with us. It's the Commercial Appeals Lead Sports Columnist, the lead sports columnist of the number one sports section in the state of Tennessee. The top three sports columnists in the state of Tennessee. Barely. Tied for eighth best sports columnist in the United States of America. He's on Twitter, at MGNato. Mark, good day, sir. It's good to be back in studio, Jeffrey. It's good to have you back. Yeah, I missed it. Um, and hey, very event, start of a very, uh, a very eventful few days here in Memphis. Yesterday, yeah, say- starting last night, going into... Today we've got some some I don't know big news, but the the this latest John Morant explosive report yeah, exclusive mm. um this these latest uh, allegations let's say against John Morant and latest incident involving John Morant being reported um, Grizzly starting a big road trip tonight in Houston then tomorrow <clears throat> you've got Kendrick Davis's return to SMU another big important game for the Tigers. And then Denver Friday night Grizzlies Denver game a rematch of that game from the previous you know this past weekend where the Grizzlies really uh, took it to um, the Nuggets and then Sunday 11 a.m. this Tigers Houston game number one team in the country coming into town looks like there's not that many tickets left University of Memphis uh, tweeted out earlier today less than few less than one thousand tickets left. For that uh, that game against Houston Sunday, so it should be a, an amazing environment at FedEx Forum. This is this is this is the best time of the year to be a Memphis sports fan. Yeah, I was gonna say it's nice to have you back in studio, but really, I think the last few days have been preparation for you know basically what you've got coming up it's because sprint baby. Because starting next week, you'll be you'll be at the conference tournament, and then hopefully, then the NCAA tournament, then playoffs will be here. Like it's. It's here, baby. It's go time. It's March one. It's go time. We, as we, Rothstein reminded us today, it's March is here. We kicked it off. This is March with a record-setting John Morant performance last night against the Lakers. We've now got again some news. Some him in the headlines, even more so. Uh, all of a sudden, 
uh, from a national entity, a national entity reporting on him once again. Um, so uh, we got a big show. You know, you've got the big time when a hyphenated name's reporting on you. That's <laughs> that's the big time. <laughs> well, when the Washington Post is not just reporting it, but like they're, they're promoting it. Yeah. it. Like they're like, we got we got big news here. We got John Morant news. The, the PR team is assembled. Yeah. Um, so we'll get into it. 240 or so, David Cobb from CBS Sports will join us. We'll talk college sports with him, college hoops, heating up, all that good stuff. 3 o'clock or so, we will get into the list. Tiger football has a new home and home, uh, Jeffrey, that they announced today. Familiar name, familiar opponent. Um, we'll discuss the implications of that. Not just not just the series that they got, but the implication of it, uh, of what it means for their future scheduling. Um, and then uh, maybe we'll get you ready for that Rockets game uh, tonight. Grizzlies Rockets in Houston, start of a four-game road trip. You can listen to it right here on 92.9 FM ESPN. But without further ado, let's play some buy, sell, short, or go to Reddit. It's Wednesday. It's that time on 92.9's Giannato and Jeffrey show, where we either buy, buy sell, sell, short, or go to Reddit. All right, Jeffrey. John Moran in the news again today, released in the last hour, the Washington Post. In fairness, he's had a big news day. Yes, big news day. Several. He has run the gamut of news. He has set records. Yep. He has gotten a new major national advertising campaign, new product that he's uh, promoting. I would say more of a shifting of the brand. He was already, so Coke owns... Coke owns mm. Powerade and Body Armor. That's right. So it's more of shifting they've him shifted, to Powerade. Yeah, they've Powerade. shifted him away from Body Armor. He is now the face of Powerade. Right. He's gone from one of the faces of Body Armor to the face of Powerade. I think that's a good trade-off, honestly. I think I'd go that route, too. Even though Powerade, you know, kind of a, uh, you know, old-school brand. I've had Powerade lately. It's always tasted pretty good. It just has, it just has never caught on like Gatorade. The blue... What is it? Mountain Blast or whatever. I think their red is better than Gatorade. But that's because Gatorade's red sucks. Yeah. But Fruit I'm just telling you, they're the worst. Their red is better than Gatorade's. I agree red. with that. Their lemon lime is sneaky too. Yes. It's not it's not as the Gatorade the, lemon no, lime is a classic. Listen, I, I'm not, spirit of full disclosure, you open up the fridge at the right household. There's yellow Gatorade. The the yellow is the probably but, my favorite of the Gatorade brands. Of the Gatorade but flavors. I still the think classic. Powerade's yellow is sneaky good. Powerade doesn't have the depth Gatorade does. No. That's the problem. That's the problem. Well, it's cheaper. I will say. Yeah, no, you it's get cheaper. The, you can get it's the, 99 the, cents a bottle. Yeah, at the grocery the ga- store. Or the, I always just think about the gas station. Like to me, mm-hmm. like that's gas station. Yeah, you can get like I think you get the two thirty two ounces for like two bucks. Well, um, that was I'm I'm assuming from John Morant's perspective that was supposed to be the John Morant news of the day. Was him getting the power well, in. And then more like congratulatory yeah. for what he did last night. But uh, in here, at, uh, this was at, I guess, 12.50, one o'clock, right around 1 o'clock Central Time. Um, this is the headline. John, NBA star John Morant accused in police reports of punching teen and making threats. Now, part of this is not new. We know about the punching teen thing. He punched the teenager, 17-year-old. Allegedly. Allegedly. No, 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 no he's no, actually no, admitted no, it no, in no, the police self-defense, report. Yeah, yeah self-defense. Um, he punched a teenager at a pickup basketball game. Um, but the big news, Jeffrey, is that four days before that, here's the new part of this report from the Washington Post involving John Morant. 
Last summer, in an encounter that has not been previously reported, the head of security at a Memphis mall told police that Morant, quote, threatened him during an altercation in the parking lot, leaving him alarmed enough that he filed a police report. A member of Morant's group shoved this mall security director in the head, he told police. No arrests were made. Um, it goes on to say in this, the 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 what prompted this is Ja's mother got into a dispute at finish line at this Memphis mall. It does not specify which Memphis mall. Um, and she got into a dispute with a store employee. She called Morant, who arrived shortly after with a group as, as with a group of as many as nine other people. Confronted by the director of mall security, Morant and his friends refused the security guard's demands to leave the mall parking lot. Police arrived and a verbal confrontation escalated, the report says, until someone in the group allegedly pushed the security director in the head. As the group was leaving the premises, John Morant said, Push somebody in the head. You know, kind of just like shove them in. You know, you're probably, you know, the Heisman? At this point, it sounds like the it sounds like the shove in the head happened while the cops were there. Like the cops had already been called. Um, but as the group was leaving the premises, John Morant said, quote, let me find out what time he gets off, police report wrote in the report. And that the guard wanted to file a report, police wrote, because he felt threatened by the statement from John Morant and had been assaulted by the person who had pushed him. Um, the, the disturbing parties left the scene and no arrests were made. Okay. Um, so there's that. And we also have a statement from Jaws. And this is four days after the basketball? four days before the basketball okay. game. Four days before the basketball game, um, and then it reports in detail the 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 incident at the basketball court. Um, among the new details, I guess I did. There was no, it was not reported previously that Ja apparently, according to the boy, according to the teenager, as at the end of the incident, was like came out of his house with a gun in his like basically in his pant line. You know, like uh, had a gun holstered in his pant line, um, and the boy felt threatened by that. And that T came out and like was trying to get Ja back in the house um, as all this was uh, going down. And then also, um, it reports according to Ja's side, this seventeen-year-old who's filed the lawsuit against John Morant over being beaten up by Ja and his and maybe some friends too at a ba- this pickup basketball game this summer. Um, According to Ja's lawyer in that case, the, fir- the, the, the teenager's mother had demanded millions of dollars from Moran after the incident. Quote, the first thing we got was a $20 million demand. This is a shakedown. Uh, so that's according to one of Morant's attorneys in that case. The boy's mother, according to the Post, has a history. This is the teenager again. The 17-year-old's mother has a history of filing lawsuits that have eventually been dismissed, court records show, including a discrimination lawsuit against the city's fire department and a lawsuit against her children's school district after she said they were bullied on a school bus. So there you have it. A new incident four days before the fight in his backyard or whatever at his basketball court at that pickup basketball game. This is all occurring if, this summer. I don't know if a new incident, but a new revelation. A new, yeah. new reporting on yeah. an incident. Another incident. A previously undisclosed yeah. incident. There we go. Um, involving John Morant. Uh, and the people around him, um, but it all occurred over the summer. None of this is like actually happened recently. The only thing that's happened 
in the la- since the season started is that incident with the Pacers in the parking lot of FedEx Forum. Um, so I present all that, Jeffrey, this new news for this first buy, sell, short, or go to Reddit. This latest story on John Moran is going to become a distra- distraction for the Memphis Grizzlies. Buy, sell, short, or go to Reddit. All right, so if I if it's this story, mm-hmm. like the new whatever the new allegations or whatnot, I'm selling this. Okay. I imagine everyone on the Grizzlies is aware that this occurred. Yes, and I find it also highly unlikely after the if there were people that didn't know about the fir- the basketball court incident, I would imagine like you know how it just it just works that way where if like. An incident comes up, and then we're like, well, did you hear about the mall, too? You know what I mean? Like, So I find it hard to believe that this is new information to anyone at the Grizzlies, or at least involved in the basketball portion of the Grizzlies. Would you agree with that? Yeah, I am also going to sell that this particular story is going to become a distraction for the Grizzlies. What you're concerned about is that this is now continuing to ha- like. I hope John Morant has gotten the message that, like, national like national entities, national outlets view the way he was behaving in the past. At least, I'm not saying right now. They found they they have found that unbecoming of a superstar, and that's what these that's what nationally people view him as now a superstar, and your behavior. And the behavior of those around you had to improve. I don't, you know, like ultimately what made that Indiana Pacers thing so, I guess, such a, such a big deal in my mind is that it was like, oh, has he not figured it out? Like these two incidents happened, like this latest incident involving the mall security director, you know, he got into it with Paul Blart, you know, like taken individually, eh, whatever. Like don't do it again. You know, but then, then you had four days later, the incident at in the basketball game again. Another incident where, like, taken individually, eh, whatever. Don't do it again. The thing in the FedEx Forum garage with the, you know, hey, like getting into it with the Pacers, the kerfuffle, the cut, you know, whatever it was, yell, have your friends yelling at them across the, like that one is less Jaws directly Jaws' fault. It's more just. Again, as I put it in the moment, like kind of his dumb friends acting like idiots. Yeah, but I think so. This is why I would say here's where it But taken all together, it's like. Well, there's establishing a pattern. Yeah. So it's the pattern is whether or not it's Ja directly involved, it is those around Ja and to a certain degree Ja himself causing a fracas. Yes. Causing unnecessary issues, like issues that all very easily could have been avoided and and at the level you're at now have to be avoided like this you know like this type of stuff is just it's not it's not smart it's just not going to help you now i will say this this new this is going to be, you know this story is going to blow up to a certain extent around the nba of like oh ja this is going to reinforced people's thoughts about ja a little bit the reality is the two incident the two major incidents in all this happened 4 days apart last july or last June, whatever, like last summer. And I think it's entirely possible that here on March 1st, 
John Morant has learned from some of that. But the Pacer stuff, just some of the, you know, the way he the the way he has approached all of this, where he's been very defiant, right? Wouldn't you agree? Like that's yes. kind of been his approach of like, listen, like this is not as bad as y'all th- that people are making it out to be. And, uh, I think he's dug in, and like we're good, and that's fine. But like, you know, ultimately, actions are going to speak louder than words, and like hopefully that Pacers thing is the last sort of thing we hear about. And in that case, it won't be a distraction. You know well, what I mean? To me, it, it, becomes, it becomes this fundamental question. Is the issue with Ja Morant or is the issue with those around Ja Morant? And in the end... I think they're both intertwined. If, it is, if it's an issue with the people around him, it's also a Ja Morant issue. <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, right. But, but what I'm saying is this. We have, you know... The Grizzlies reportedly banned, was it two people from Jaws camp? Well, the NBA did. Sorry, the, the NBA, NBA did. did. Beg your pardon. From them coming to FedEx Beg your pardon. The NBA bans them. The Grizzlies have been very careful to kind of, as best they can, stay out of it. Like, we're not, you know, if we don't have to do anything, we're not going to do anything. Right, and you also understand the Grizzlies are in a... It's like, a tough spot. In the end, that is the reason for having the NBA office. You have to... Yeah, if you're gonna have the franchise model and the franchise has a superstar, you need to have. A and by the guy. way, the NBA, all the stuff the Pacers claimed, all the NBA would confirm in that incident with the Pacers, is that they all, could not find video evidence of the gun. There is no evidence of a gun. They could not corroborate. They did not say the Pacers were wrong. They just couldn't. Co- they couldn't corroborate. Corroborate the Pacers' claims that someone pointed any sort of weapon. And all that was confirmed is that there was some sort of dispute, confrontational dispute, is how it was phrased. And I think I don't think it got physical in the in they would have said that I think, but I do think they there was a lot of yelling at each other and you know all that type of stuff in the garage at FedEx Forum between Jaws friends and the players. And even that is like, you know, all right, come on, stop, don't do it again. You know what I mean? Taken individually, just don't do that again. Okay, hang with me here. Why do nine people need to show up with an incident for Foot Locker? Am, finish, am I, finish line, sorry, excuse finish, me. I beg your pardon. I beg your pardon. Foot Locker treats its, treats its uh, customers better than that now. <laughs> I, don't know. I don't know what happened with Jazz Mom and Finish I mean, Line. Doesn't that seem like a lot? First off, that's two cars, right? I mean, yeah. even if you have a... Sub- that sounds like a bunch of dudes who were like hanging out at the 7-Eleven yeah. and didn't have much to do. And so they just like, wow, well, Jaws, someone's going, someone's giving Jaws mom trouble. Oh, come on. Everyone's a hero in that incident trying to, you know, trying to. Yeah, I mean. That, it strikes me as like everyone's trying to show Ja that oh, they, they're, they, they're loyal to him. Listen, as a big fan of the Fast franchise, that does sound like someone in the family is in trouble. We got to load I up. I got to say, John Moran has a big Nike deal, his own Nike shoe. Feels like, feels like his mom shouldn't have to go to the finish line. Like, can't like can't Nike send the finish line to the Morant house? Don't they basically what, do that with like the amount of shoes you get? Well, and like even it's like okay, if you're at finish line, presumably you're there for athleisure. Like let's say you let's say Nike sends you all the shoes you want. Doesn't Nike, Nike does athleisure? Do, that's what I'm saying. They do like Nike's got everything at finish line. Nike can just give you. 
Now, I guess it's also entirely possible. It's let's, maybe she just likes her some finish line. Well, she I'm, wants to have a normal life. Listen, some people that she like, used to have. Some people like going in and seeing the product and, and walking out with it. Like I, I, maybe also let's say, what if it were the Oak Court Mall? Maybe you wanted some delicious China Master, and while you're there, you're like, well, go. who amongst us has not gone to eat lunch at the food court and then gone browsing for a little bit? It typically happens more on salary jobs where you're like trying to stretch that stretch that lunch hour into as much as possible. But I don't know. I think uh, to me that to me though something COVID probably took away from us. It's long mall lunches. Yes. <laughs> well, and then like now the mall's for sale. Like, are they gonna tear it down? Like, I need to know what's happening to China Master. I need to know. <laughs> that has been my staple cheap Chinese food. Since I was in high school. Like, I need to know, where's it going? But back to the, the actual problem in hand. I think this becomes the bigger question for Ja. Mm-hmm. To me, what I see is kind of the question he's going to have to ask himself. What do you want your image to be? Because yeah. he has now reached the point where what we're talking about there's a reason why this story is going viral. His name. There's a reason why the Washington Post was pursuing. Correct. It. His name matters. Yeah. But if you want to project the tough guy image, you're not going to be a great product endorser. If you go and you look, I looked this up today. Here are, in just terms of off field, so off court endorsement dollars mm-hmm. from 22. LeBron, $90 million. You can disagree with some of his politics and whatnot, but in general, LeBron is a corporate entity. Would you not agree? Yes. Very buttoned up. Yeah. Oh, at this point, for yeah, sure. Yeah, very buttoned up. And, but I'll be, I'll be honest. Ja had, or I would say LeBron had similar sure. issues, like maybe not quite the police involvement yeah. that Ja's had so far, but like similar of like... Well, and it's also LeBron, the beginning of LeBron's career was not in... Like the social media age, where like yeah. it just it wasn't as scrutinized. There's not as much yeah. news. There's it's a very different environment. But yes, at this point, I mean, John, John, I mean, LeBron is a corporation, correct? Roger Federer, mm-hmm. he is literally the most corporate athlete I've ever seen in my entire life. Mm-hmm. He is the guy that when he got done playing a match, he would go straight over to the sideline. He'd turn his Gatorade bottle, label out, take a sip of his Gatorade put his Nike jacket on, put his Rolex on where you could see it. Like, he's extremely corporate. Tiger, extremely corporate. Cristiano Ronaldo, like, extremely corporate. Like, you think about, like, we've seen him be, be kind of a sourpuss, and that's kind of hurt him recently. But he's an extremely corporate, like, individual. If you, if you are trying, if you're trying to be the most marketable athlete in the world, which is where he could potentially wind up. It's going to have to get more corporate. Well, and I'll say this. Again, this latest incident happened last July. And, like, I do think since that Pacers incident, while I do believe deep down John Morant is, like, defiant about all of this and, like, feels like he's basically being targeted for, you know, like he, he thinks people are picking on him. Yeah, he's yeah, getting picked on. 
But I do think you've seen since that Pacers incident, he's been more, for better or worse, like kind of detached publicly. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I mean, for a while, I was wondering if he was kind of sulking. Yeah, but I think it's more just he's stifling himself. And that, while probably not ideal for ever, you know, you don't want him to look like, you know, like you don't want him to have to feel like he can't express himself. You know what I mean? At the same time, at least it's showing that he is aware of what's going on and he's adjusting no, things. My thing is, you it can- might not be the perfect adjustment right now. Like, I, I think hang on I want he's going to go get back. he's going to he's getting already ragged on like he needs to drop this thug act whatever and like maybe he already has kind of changed some things in his life and it's just because this is getting reported like 6 months after the fact it's like making it look a lot worse than it actually is my overarching point is Ja can choose to present his image however he wants mm-hmm. I'm I'm not telling him what to do what I'm saying though is if he wants to become this billion-dollar athlete, which I think is very much on the table, mm-hmm. I do not think LeBron's going to be the last billion-dollar basketball yeah. NBA player that we're going to see. Mm-hmm. If you look at the endorsement dollars, it's only going up. Mm-hmm. So my my biggest point is you have to understand that if you're going to cultivate the tough guy image, that's going to decrease the endorsements. And like that's that's just part of it. It's not going to be Memphis. It's not going to be who you play for. It's going to be that. Because, I mean, I was trying to rack my brain. Who are... Like, I couldn't even think of, like, who is a tough guy that has been, like, super marketable? Like, that you couldn't like you couldn't turn the TV on without seeing them. Because yeah. even Durant... Durant's not tough guy. Durant's just surly. Like, Durant kind of is like chip on his shoulder guy. You know what I mean? But that's not like... He hasn't had, like, legal issues or anything like that. And and let's be fair to John. None of this has been charged. He's not been charged for Most a single this, thing. This all sounds like civil Again, stuff. Again, taken individually, none of this is that big a deal. Um, it's just that it's all... You can't just take it individually at this point. It's now three separate times where him or his friends or people around him have caused issues that, again are unbecoming of the type of superstar that it appears he wants to be. You cannot be the guy who shows up at the mall nine deep and the guy who saves Powerade, okay? You can't be both guys. No, It doesn't work that's like that. That's what I'm saying. And and you can sit there and bemoan it, but my point is that's the reality. I, I don't, I'm not here to morally judge whether or not it should or shouldn't be. I'm just saying that's the reality. Mm-hmm. I think also the other thing, and again, this is we kind of – Talked about this with the Indiana thing. Like, Team Morant needs to get the clubhouse in order. Well, and again, I think it's it's fair to ask. Has it gotten in order? Has Are they in that process now? And it's just, again, the timing of all this right. is unfortunate in that these two incidents happened four days apart in July, and it could very well have been in, you know, end of July, beginning of August is when John Morant kind of had a, okay, I need to button things up. And the only thing that's happened since is that Pacers incident, which, again, from if you if you're really looking at it from Jaws' perspective, not necessarily Jaws' fault. It like it's his fault in that he's empowered his the group around him to feel like they can do something like they did, which is yell at the Pacers and step onto the court and all that stuff. 
But the reality is John Morant didn't really do anything wrong there. Nothing has shown that he did anything wrong there. No, guilty by association. Yes. Um, So that's why I don't think if this is it, I don't think it'll be a distraction for the Grizzlies. Um, And that brings me to my next buy, sell, short, or go to Reddit. They beat the Lakers. They did beat the Lakers last night. And Ja did have one of his special performances, let's call it. I'm not going to try and rank it. He's had so many at this point. But one of those special nights for him, ultimately. A 39-point triple-double in which he sets the franchise record for points in a quarter. Scores more points in a quarter than any player has done all season in the NBA. Puts up 28 in the in the third quarter. Without a three. Without a three-pointer. And... Uh, ultimately leads the Grizzlies to a win over the Lakers. Um, so um, my other buy, sell, shorter, go to Reddit here is, and I guess Jaws, you know, Jaws latest is related this somewhat tangentially. Jeffrey, buy, sell, shorter, go to Reddit. Grizzlies are back on track. They've won five of seven. Problem solved, baby. Steven Adams is about to come back. This team's, you know, they're headed in that right direction again. So if I felt like more people had that opinion, I'd mm-hmm. short this, but I'm just going to sell this. Oh, okay. Uh, Mark, let me give you, because all the John Morant, like, let's be clear. That was a memorable game last night. Like, from Jaren's, Jaren's tomahawk put back. Yeah, that was sweet. Like, God, though, it's over. It was just the perfect timing. It, Everything went perfect on that and one. Over Anthony Davis, like that matters. Yeah, like that was. No, Jaron said after the game, he's like, "You just got to make that one." No, he's you like, know, you he's don't not, get, yeah, they, no, they don't line up like that. No, he ever. seized the moment. Yeah, like he, that was unbelievable. Jaw's third quarter, where you knew. Like, he's just going to take it to the hole, and there's nothing they can do to stop him. Yeah. It's like, like I didn't know it was going to be 28, but you could tell pretty. You could, But from about the 10, nine and a half minute yes. mark on in that third well, quarter, you he go, had like, oh, he's going to have one. He's going on a heater here. He had 10 in like the first three minutes. No, no, no. He didn't score the first two yeah, minutes. Yeah, sorry. Sorry. He didn't it was, score the, the, it was like with seven minutes to go, he had 10, and he got it in like a three minute There, there was a gap. There. I mean, to put 28 up in a quarter, you got to have like a two to three minute period where you're just scoring at will. Here's the problem, though. He had 28 and a quarter, and those were basically all points that were needed. Mm-hmm. And Mark, It took him a while to start building a lead, even though he was scoring at will. Correct. And as memorable and fun as the game was, Mark, 6 for 31. Mm. That was the Grizzlies from three. Hmm. And more importantly, hmm. you still saw it was an awesome performance. At the same time, like they're daring him to shoot, mm-hmm. and he, like to me, it all this whole thing is going to bog down to this is what teams are going to do to them. They are going to dare them to shoot, and you saw in the first half that's what the Lakers did, and the Lakers went into halftime with a lead despite turning the ball over. If I think I looked it up, it was something like seven hundred times. Like to me, they still have the same issues. And the, perhaps maybe we will, they're going to have the same issues until Steven Adams gets back and that changes maybe the fourth quarters or whatnot. But I still see the question to be answered is, when teams dare them to shoot, are they going to be able to make them pay? And last night, they were still able to win the game. But I didn't you feel like a lot of that win said, A, special performance from Ja there in the third quarter, but B, 
man, that version of the Lakers sucks. Yeah, it wasn't a great team. You're you're facing a non-playoff team there last night. I mean that that is a bad basketball team. They, without LeBron, especially, yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. well, and D'Angelo. In fairness, without D'Angelo and Russell, D'Angelo Russell, because yeah. part of the Turners, they couldn't even get the offense started. Yeah, no, it was not a uh, great Lakers team you're playing against. I, I think the sign of are they? You know what though? I'm going to be optimistic. I'm going to buy that they're they are back on track in that they are headed in the right direction, and they've they they. I think we're seeing a better brand of basketball. That's for sure. I because I was telling my wife this because she 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 was working out and then she's like, so how do they look? And I was like, they are intense. Like I think the last three performances they've clearly been locked in, but the big problem in the first half was, I mean, it wasn't just missing threes, Mark. They were missing everything. And I so, think the sign of are they truly like is this team figured it out like they're back to being contender the contender grizzlies that we maybe thought they could be in november and december i think that friday game against denver is going to be the sign because denver's going to come to play in that game after getting blown out at, in memphis denver's going to come and it's not to say they can't be that contender like they're going to be favored they're going to be underdogs in that game they should lose that game at denver for being totally well, honest and to your point also and if they can come the Grizzlies out, Grizzlies play tonight in Houston. Mm-hmm. Denver played last night in Houston, but they're off until Friday. Yes, like Denver should win that game. And if you go out and win that game, that to me will be a sign. Oh, okay, this team's dangerous again. Like this team is really has figured has figured out some of its problems. Because if you win that, and then Stephen Adams is coming back in L.A., like now you can really feel like you've got some momentum going again. Um, there's and I sense it's starting to pick up a little bit. And I do wonder if this story coming out will kind of like you know like it could create a Mark. Are you are you trying to down the hatches type mindset here? Mark, are you trying to set up for the first time ever Memphis versus everybody? <sighs> Jeffrey, I think we could we, listen. The walls are closing in on their superstar. They gotta they gotta do something for him. They gotta help him out here. Listen, we all have when you play Madden or when you played NCAA. When things aren't working, you've always got that one play you can go back to to get things back on track. Mm-hmm. Pulling down the flaps, if you will, pulling the hatches down, and just saying it's it's Memphis versus everybody. That's our play. Like that's always been our mm-hmm. play. Yep. You know, for me, it's mesh. If anything, it would be more proof that we yes. are back, baby. You can make the argument with the Lakers' pace and whatnot, like that mucks the game up. But that still was not an encouraging performance because yet again you ran into the same issues that you It was you've been not running. a great performance, I agree. Like you didn't get you didn't get secondary wing scoring. Dez attacked the rim really hard and had some nice moments. But I don't know. I thought it was a little interesting that he was 0 for two. He only took two threes. Yeah. Well, I think part of it is that third quarter just became was like, man, Jaw's got it. We just got to, yeah, just got like, hey, like that whole third quarter. Jaw uh, just basically took most of the shots, it's, and it's the Belushi, and that's you know, how you score twenty eight and a quarter. When the Germans let him go, he's rolling. Like, yeah, you know what I mean, like yeah, like you, you had to. Um, so that probably took away from some of it, but uh, all in all, eventful uh, twenty four hours for the Grizzlies. That's for sure. Eventful twelve hours, really. Fittingly, yeah. twelve so. for twelve. All right, when we come back, let's get college basketball. We'll bring Cobb onto the program. We'll get his thoughts on the Tigers. I also want to ask him, there's a name that will not go away. Chris Beard, 
with the Ole Miss job. I want to get his thoughts on that when we come back. Right here on Giannotto and Jeffrey, 92.9 FM, ESP. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Giannato and Jeffrey broadcast live from the Red River Toyota Studios. Check out Red River Toyota in Wynn, Arkansas. This hour of G&J is brought to you by the Next Generation 10G Network, only from Xfinity. The Giannato and Jeffrey Show on 92.9 FM ESPN. Even a wager that misses can still be a slam dunk with BetMGM, an authorized gaming partner of the NBA. Place an NBA one-game parlay wager with four legs or more, and if you miss one leg, you'll receive up to $25 back in bonus bets. Just opt into this promotion on BetMGM's app or the website. With one-game parlay, you can make selections within a single NBA game from tons of bet types, including team and player props. Opt into the promotion, then place an NBA one-game parlay wager of four legs or more, and you'll get up to $25 back in bonus bets if you miss one leg. Make a bold pick on your next parlay with BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. They offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. 21 years of age or older to wager. Tennessee only. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued is not withdrawable bonus bets. Bonus bets expire seven days from issuance. For problem gambling support, call the Tennessee Red Line. 1-800-889-9789. David Cobb covers college football and basketball for CBS Sports. He's on Twitter at David W. Cobb. Cobb, I think you're the appropriate person to ask this question, and I'll preface it by saying this. Tennessee oftentimes would find themselves with a uninspired football hire because groomers got so strong. There's an interesting developing situation down in Oxford that, that has caught my attention. I do not believe that Chris Beard is going to get that job. With that being said... No one is killing the rumors. 
if you build up your fan base with thoughts of, you know, however uncomfortable it may be, Chris Beard, proven winner, and then you come home with, shall we say, Dusty May, who presumably could do the job. I don't know. You know what I mean? Like, who's to say? Doesn't that set doesn't that set Dusty May up if he ends up becoming the head coach with just you're already behind the eight ball? Yeah, that's a fantastic comparison, Jeffrey, because the Chris Beard to Dusty May drop off on the message boards will be cataclysmic because I guarantee you 80 percent of Ole Miss fans have no idea uh, who Dusty May or the other candidates of his ilk. Uh, really are. It doesn't mean they're bad candidates. In fact, I think a Dusty May or like a, a Paul Mills from Oral Roberts yeah. would, would make a ton of sense. Uh, but the Chris Beard thing is interesting. His camp obviously loves the fact that his name is getting some run associated with the job because it signals to the other ADs around the country that, well, if he's palatable for Ole Miss to consider, then uh, maybe we can uh, hire him too. Uh, so if it's going to get killed, it's going to get killed from the Ole Miss side. And it, it is interesting that they haven't done it yet but, again, we're also, like, still way, way early in that process, too. I mean, they let go of Kermit earlier than you typically see coaches let go of. So there's still a lot a lot that has to play out in this Ole Miss search, I think. Why wouldn't you kill it? Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I don't know. I mean, they probably really are doing their due diligence. I mean, that's but that's a report that was Goodman, right, who said that, I think. And I think that's it's probably true. And doing that takes time and I don't know if, if, if the guys at Ole Miss got a search firm or, or are doing Keystone or one of those, those groups, but you know, the, those guys turn over every stone, and, and that doesn't happen overnight. There sometimes can be obtaining uh, police records, in this case, uh, and other, other documentation. And uh, if, if, if Texas is willing to provide them with documents, I mean, I doubt they're just faxing that stuff over you know, uh, after a phone call. So I don't know. It just takes a while sometimes to, to really vet. Uh, a candidate, and you do not want to uh, skimp on on the vetting. I mean, I flash back to Tennessee hiring Donnie Tindall yeah. uh, after after the Conzo Martin era, and they didn't use a search firm. And Dave Hart said, "Oh, I, I checked out all that stuff at Southern Miss. It's totally fine, no big deal whatsoever." And then a year later, Tennessee has to fire him because of what happened at Southern Miss. And so, I think it's probably wise that Ole Miss is taking a a uh, slow approach at this and and uh, making sure that they do their homework on him. And, of course, it does get the hopes up. Uh, so if they do reach the conclusion that he's unhirable or, or he doesn't want to come, then, then at that point it's, it's in everyone's best interest, especially the next coach, if they go ahead and, and signal that Chris Beard isn't the guy. Do you think Chris Beard will be coaching next year? At the, I don't know, what are we calling it? Power 7? What are we calling it? Major 7? How do we do it in basketball? Yeah, I don't know. I, I don't consider the AAC a power conference, but – uh, no, I don't think he will be uh, at that level. I think he could be at the at a, a rung below that, and I think he could be in the Power Five after a, more time has elapsed. But I still think the details of that incident, whether or not he was charged with anything or whether or not uh, his fiance then claimed to have been the instigator, I know those things have happened, and they help Chris Beard. The fact that there's no charges, the fact that his well, fiance the charges has, were dismissed. There, he was charged. True, yeah, the fact that he, he won't be uh, tried. So, anyway, the details of that police report are still out there. They're still on a police document with Austin, Texas police letterhead, you know, explaining uh, what the accusations were. And, and just because there aren't going to be charges doesn't mean that it didn't happen in some way, shape, or form. And in this era, I mean, what he was accused of is 
it's just something that is going to be really, really difficult, I think, for a lot of schools to get over. Yeah, and there's also, it's rumored that there are pictures. There you go. And if those ever see the light of day, uh, it just it just stirs up the, the furor, the outrage, even more. I mean, just think about what we're seeing with Jaw today. We all knew this thing about the kid in his driveway uh, a couple months ago, whenever the local folks first reported on it. But now the Washington Post comes out with a few more details, and it's like, oh, my gosh, the whole world's kind of finding out about it for the first time. So with the Chris Beard situation, if there's the p- potential for more to surface or develop, uh, like pictures, then then it just makes it all the more difficult for somebody trying to hire him. If I'm an AD, I don't know if I want to. Well, I guess I don't want to be the guy. Who this t- is I don't know if uh, this is my deal. I would kill it and then still do the vetting. The yeah. problem is there. Ole Miss operates right now, kind of like the Grizzlies. Cobb, you know, <laughs> n- not really a lot of information. They're not really utilizing media to help them, if you will. I, I still think there's a path where you can do the proper vetting because he's a proven winner. I mean, you should do the proper vetting, but, like, I don't know, man. I, I just I don't think I'd be letting it run wild like it is. Yeah, and, and I guess if nothing else, they're getting interest drummed up for almost basketball, which there hasn't been much of in, in the last 10 years. Last so. night's attendance would not have suggested as much. <laughs> true, true. But, uh, yeah, you know, I don't know. Then I'd be shocked if they ended up with Chris Beard, but – their fans will be happy. They just got to be ready for an intense amount of blowback if, if they if they get him. I mean, you know, the the uproar over Chris Beard immediately getting another power conference job will be immense. It will be. I don't want to say Brandon Miller esque, uh, but it will be similar in terms of the columns that are written by Dan Wolkin and those guys. You just got to be ready for that. Fortier is going to rip you. You know, I mean, go go down the list. Uh, and that's just something you got to be prepared to deal with. All right, changing gears with you a little bit. Mark posed this question to me off the air, so I'll get your thoughts. If Memphis were to have a 2-0 and week, so they, beat it, they handle SMU, and then they knock off number 1 Houston on Sunday at home, what's the, what's the best seed in your mind that they can get? I mean, I feel, I feel like the bubble is squishy enough that Memphis could you know, sneak all the way up to the, to the 7 line, maybe. Honestly, I, I don't know if you, if you want to be an 8 or a 9. No, I've always um, said I'd rather be a 7 or a 10. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and Palm has him as a 10 right now. And, and in a potential second-round matchup, by the way, with uh, Cam Jones of ECS, uh, who plays mm. for Marquette, okay. uh, which, uh, you know, good column idea, by the way, Mark. Go, uh, go do a, a story on Cam Jones, the local kid. He's balling out for Marquette. Yeah. Um, but, no, um, I think they could get all the way to a 7. And, and, honestly, if they end up in an 8-9, it's not the end of the world because they already took Alabama down to the wire. Alabama's going to be a 1. Uh, they they played Houston really tough on the road without Kendrick Davis, and Houston's going to be a one. So they could compete against a one. It's just you would rather play a two in, in the second round. Yeah, because I, I keep thinking, like, can they get above seven? And my gut says no. I don't think so. I think seven's as high as you get. Uh, my fear I mean, is that they're going to beat Houston at home. On They're going to do exactly right what they, they did last, last year. year. They're going to get that win at home against Houston – and they're going to be right in that eight. They're going to play their way into that 8-9 game. That's what I think the I mean, Tigers I do are think going though, to do. I think, though, to Cobb's point, don't you feel like the one seeds were stronger last year? I'm not saying that like it gives you a, a better chance, but I feel like... Well, it feels like, for instance, if you compare the, the one seeds this year, um, Lenardi has right now... Well, it's the, it's the selection committee. It's, well, it's the, you know, they've been doing the, the reveal, so it's... Okay. Bam, yeah, but that was like a week and a half ago. Did they I not guess, do one Saturday? I thought... 
No, they just did it like a week and a half. You know, so you got but yeah, Bama, Purdue, Kansas, Houston, I think is pretty consistently right. Wouldn't you say that's the consensus one line right now? Yeah, absolutely. And and Purdue looks really vulnerable. So I mean I you would almost be okay with, with ending up on, you know, Purdue's pod or whatever. But again, like I still And they think can't end up on Houston's. Yeah, and I'd feel you know, Bama they played to within three on the road earlier this year and yeah, Kansas would be a tough one, I think, for Memphis. I'd be a tough matchup for Memphis, but, you know. Yeah, I, I don't think any of them are any better necessarily than playing Gonzaga last year. Right. I, I think Memphis is, is going to be a trendy uh, pick, and, and or maybe not, but in my mind, I, I view Memphis as a dangerous opponent for a highly seeded team in the second round because you've got all the ingredients this year if you're Memphis. You've got the, the veteran guard play. You've got a dynamic forward there and everybody knows their roles uh this is a memphis team that's hung with some of the best teams in the country uh this is a team i wouldn't want to play in in the second round if i'm a one or a two seed i'd rather play at iowa state or uh, a creighton or one of these guys from a power conference who's really been through a grind here and is kind of limping down the stretch uh whereas memphis you know they've they're getting guys healthy at the right time, it feels like, with Malcolm getting back up to speed, Alo coming back. Kendrick's going to have the ankle fully behind him here as the postseason begins. So uh, Memphis, to me, feels like one of the more dangerous teams hovering in that you know 7-8-9 range right now. For the Vols last night, was that a devastating win? Yeah, losing Zakai Ziegler is, is going to be a tough pill for them to swallow. And God, that was tough to watch. Yeah, it's just it's tough because he's, he's their, their engine, their – He's he was one of the favorite. few guys at the end of a shot clock who yeah. could just go get a shot for them sometimes. Which they often have. Yeah. Yeah, he ranks as, I mean, their second most efficient offensive player, and that's especially important on a team that doesn't have any offense. So, so, this, I would want Memphis in that bracket. The Tennessee yeah. bracket, I want to be in that one. I don't know what they're going to – what what seed do you think they end up with now? 3-4, something they like that? They're pretty set on that, three, on that three line because of the, the quality of their early season non-conference wins. I mean – Kansas, and then they, they got Texas. Wouldn't the mind being an 11 seed matched up with a three seed Tennessee. Well, do we have any idea how much are they going to factor in the injuries? I, I feel like there's been so many across college. Yeah, that's fair. That's that a fair point. Watch. Like, it's going to be so difficult to parse that stuff out. I mean, I thought Creighton was going to be one of those teams that was going to get a huge injury bump, but they've started to play poorly even with their full complement lately. So. I'm not sure how much all that's going to factor in. I mean, the NCAA selection committee does owe Tennessee one because Tennessee deserved a two seed last year, didn't get one even though they won the SEC tournament. So, I mean, I doubt they're keeping track. But uh, if, if they're like game officials and they're going to make a makeup call, then you know, maybe Tennessee gets a favorable seeding this year. Cobb, I've got a column idea for you. Mm-hmm. All right. Does load management need to go to college basketball too? Mm. <laughs> That's what, the sport, that's, that's what the what, sports that's needs. What, that's what everyone's that's what everyone's <laughs> needs to make the games for. even exactly. less intense. Yes, <laughs> and it, it kind of did with Arkansas, like Nick Smith. Yeah, that's fair. There for a while. Well, Musselman's uh, an NBA guy. Yeah. True. True. Yeah. No. Uh, yeah. That's. I, I don't really think that's going to happen in college basketball. But uh, yeah, you do see it with the, the lottery level guys. You're, they're way more cautious with them. And it's more like their camp than it is yeah. their their coaching staff or whatever. And and Tennessee's got an interesting case with that this year. Like uh, Josiah Jordan James has been real real hesitant coming back from his knee issue, and uh, Julian Phillips was back in the lineup last night after taking a cautious approach with with uh, an injury as well. So I don't know. I don't. It's never going to invade college basketball nearly to the degree that it has the NBA. But 
you do sort of see it. It's just sort of more like unofficial. All right, last thing before we let you go. I was telling Mark this yesterday. I think the most fitting in to this college basketball season, it's Memphis knocking off Houston at home. That way we get to start this kind of crazy season of college basketball and in the regular season with the most times the number one team has been beaten. And I believe it also set a record for the most times the number one team has been beaten by an unranked team. What say you? Uh, absolutely. Uh, so we're actually on the way into town now. I'm kind of kicking around the idea. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. (laughs) Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details.